You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So the, the tractate of Chagiga, the last tractate of the order of Moed, is really, really spins from a verse in Devarim, in Deuteronomy. Shalosh pamim bashana, three times a year, all your males shall appear or shall be seen. Yerae is the passive of, um, of seeing, shall be seen. It's usually translated as appear, but it really is shall be seen. Before the Lord your God, in the place that he will choose. So males have to appear. They have to go there. They have to be seen. And it's not anywhere. It's in the place that he will choose. And what are these three festivals? On the Feast of Matzot, on the Feast of Shavuot, on the Feast of Sukkot. And they shall not be seen before the Lord empty-handed. So there's some mitzvah that, that with, with apologies for the gendered nature of the, um, this pasuk, but of course this, this genderization will, will flow right through the masachet. And I might mention in general that you know, rabbinic mitzvot are not gendered. So mikram, um, megillah, reading the megillah, lighting the Hanukkah lights, all these apply equally to men and women. Public Torah reading, we seems to apply equally to men and to men and to women. But mitzvot applicable to the temple somehow seem to apply very. They, they seem seem to be they're, they're very male. Yeah, kohanim are men, and the males are commanded to appear, and they can't appear empty-handed. And Rashi comments there, and Rashi's com- is 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 distilling the Gemara. Um, they shall not be seen before the Lord empty-handed, but they bring burnt offerings, and there are two burnt offerings they need to bring. Rashi says, "Olot ra'iya veshalmei chagiga," burnt offerings of seeing. Olot ra'iya. So there's an ola. There's an uh, offering which is going to be wholly burnt on the altar, and that's to do with seeing. Vishalmei Chagiga, Shlamim are peace offerings, and they're partly eaten, partly burnt, and partly eaten by the Kohanim. Peace offerings of the festival. And the this requirement to bring the peace offerings to the festival is hinted at in another verse this time i mean the verse in devarim was from the parsh of re right at the end of re and now in kitisa shalosh regalim tachogli bashana three festivals and the word for festival here is rega it's the same word as foot some people translate them as foot festivals three foot festivals tachogli bashana you shall celebrate for me every year and something about the celebration is bringing the Shalmei Hagiga, the peace offerings of the festival. And there's a there's a midrash 
Tanaim on that verse, which focuses on the word Zuchurcha. The verse said, the verse, let's go back to the verse. Shalosh pa'amim bashana yera'e kol zuchurcha. Three times a year all your males shall be seen. And the Midrash Tanaim comments there, Zuchurcha lehotziet anashim vetumtum veandrogonos shehen safekisha. All your males excludes women and people of unknown gender and hermaphrodites. Shehen safekisha, they may be women. When it says all your males, all your males includes the male children, apparently, but it doesn't, it doesn't include women. And these ideas that are brought in the Midrash Tanaim and are brought in the verses will come out in the first couple of Mishnayot of the tractate. And now we've got these verses in our heads, we can actually we can begin to approach the Mishnah itself and the Mishnah will begin just like the Rambam begins of course it's the other way around the Rambam is in his unique style of course copies this style from the Mishnah the Mishnah begins by articulating who is obligated just as the Rambam does at the beginning of every introduction to every section of the Mishnah everybody is obligated in appearing or in being seen yeah everyone's obli- the, the mitzvah is called yeah in being seen and the, the, uh, of course this includes bringing the offerings the one of the offerings is called called the yeah offering so it's being seen but not being seen empty-handed everybody's obligated in being seen Everyone's obligated except, and now we're going to have a long list, a deaf person. The Mishnah or the Gemara is going to connect the mitzvah appearing for the three foot festivals to the mitzvah of appearing for Hakel, to listen to the Torah being read once every seven years. Interestingly, that, that mitzvah does apply to women absolutely applies to him but it specifically mentions hearing the idea is that the the jewish people should hear the torah and the gemara learns in some way that if you can't hear you're not obligated to go to jerusalem and hear the torah but you're not obligated in the foot of festivals either so someone who can't hear isn't obligated to appear someone who's not of full intellect or someone who's a minor that i think that's obvious that i mean that's in common with all other mitzvot someone of unknown gender or hermaphrodite that's because this is a gendered mitzvah it only applies to males venashim and women slaves who aren't free because they're not free to appear Hachiger, someone who's lame. The Hasuma, someone who's blind. They can't make the journey because the, the verse said regal. It's it's something. There's something about using your feet to make the journey. If you can't use your feet to make the journey, you're not obligated. Vehachole, someone who's sick. Vehazaken, umishe no yechol lalot beraglav. 
someone who's a sick person, an aged person, and someone who's unable to go up on foot. So the verse says, Shalosh regalim tachogli bashana, three foot festivals you shall celebrate for me. And those who are obligated are those who are able to go up on foot. What about the minor? Ezehu katan. What kind of person is a minor? And there's two opinions. says anyone who can't ride on his father's shoulders. So Beit Shammai are thinking about someone, maybe someone less than less than a couple of years old. Really, he's thinking about a tiny baby. Whoever's unable to ride on his father's shoulders and go up from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount, according to Beit Shammai. Uveit Hillel Omrim, and Beit Hillel say, "Kol sheino yachol lechaz biyador shelaviv alot mirushalayim lachabot." Shenemar shalosh regalim. Beit Hillel are going to quote our verse from Kitisa from Shmot. Whoever is unable to hold his father's hand and to go up from Jerusalem to the Temple Mount, as it is said, three festivals, but literally. Three feet, shalosh regalim, three feet. You have to be able to walk on your feet in order to be obligated to, um, you, even a child has to be able to walk on their feet in order to be obligated to appear on the foot festival. Now, what are these? Let's let's just the Mishnah then goes on to specify the two offerings that are required. So somehow the Mishnah seems to know already that there are going to be two offerings. There's going to be a, a Ra'aya and a Shalem Chagiga, just as Rashi told us, fill, filleting the Gemara. But the Gemara clearly, know, I mean, the Mishnah already knows this. It doesn't have to spell it out. Beit Shammai Omrim, Kesef. Beit Shammai say the Ra'aya has to be worth two pieces of silver and the Chigiga one Ma'a of silver. Now, a Ma'a is about the cost of two loaves of bread. So you can see th this is not very much money. This could be quite a small, this could be, this is not a very expensive animal necessarily. But for Beit Shammai, the Ra'aya, which is completely burnt on the altar, has to be worth more. So God gets the Raya and the Kohanim get half of the Chagiga. So Beit Shammai are saying effectively, now what you bring for God has to be worth twice as much as what you bring for the Kohen. That's effectively what Beit Shammai are saying. And Beit Hillel have the opposite view. Beit Hillel, Omrim, Hara'ayam but here I'll say the Ra'aya is worth one ma'a silver and the Chagiga two pieces of silver. And I think the reasoning of Beit Hillel is the Chagiga is going to be split. It's going to be half of it is going to be burnt on the altar and half is going to be given to the Kohanim. And the amounts of money we're talking about here are quite small. Remember we said a ma'a is the price of two loaves. So it's a tiny price. And what I think what Beit Hillel is saying is, look, there's some minimal value of any sacrifice you bring. But if you're going to split it in two, 
if you're going to give half to God and half to the Konim, you have to start off with twice that minimal sum. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.